Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's up, It's news. This is the Lightning Round Podcast with your hosts, Garrett Sisti and Jamie Hoyle. Go Chargers, go! Welcome everybody to the Lightning Round Podcast. I am at Garrett Sisti. Jamie is at Lightning underscore round. What is it? Underscore round? Is that it? Lightning underscore round. Yep. Holy cow, it's been a while. Uh, So here we are uh, after the draft. uh, Took a little minor break. Forgot where the hell we were on Twitter. I guess because we're on Discord so much now. <laughs> we forgot the Twitter <laughs> handle. Um, Twitter still exists? Yeah, it it does. It does. And if you're not over on Discord, uh, I don't know what you're doing. So, uh, yeah, so today we're doing the win-loss record prediction for the Chargers. We're going to go through all 17 games, all 18 weeks, talk about who we think the Chargers are going to beat and or lose to and what their final record is going to be. But first, we got to thank those lucky people that are part of our Discord, the original Chargers Discord, uh, the one and only important Discord that you could ever be a part of, the Lightning Round Discord. First off, on Patreon, thank you very much to Michael Lawson. Thank you, Tom. Eric Maurer. Rehana Hamopo. That was good. Dave Bernard. Hopefully I got that right. I think you did. (laughs) Uh, Matthew Kanamitsu. <laughs> Jordan Estrada. Adam. Cheyenne Jimenez. Cody Gallagher. Alex. Felipe Cunha. 
John Heston. Leo. Michael DeGrassi. Connor Bob. Jerzel 92. Is that like Ricky Bobby, Connor Bob? Maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the newest heel on Chargers Twitter, Louis Garini. <laughs> I don't know where that came from this offseason, but man, he's been he's been on a roll. He has. Old, old Lou. Uh, Jonathan R. Locke, which I hope is a lost reference. Thank you very much. Mike Lara. Denny Kremer. And, and for our, our next next tier here, and our one here. Morgan Stroh. So thank you so much, everybody. Make sure to join the Patreon, which means you can be part of our Discord, which has been a lot of fun. Probably our favorite thing, thing this offseason, and not just because it's our Discord and it's part of our product or whatever. It's really nice to talk to people more one-on-one -on -one and have a more intimate and fun space to talk Chargers football. So thank you, everybody that's donated up to this point, all you newbies, everybody else. It has been just fantastic. I can't wait to talk Chargers football during the season because it's going to be a madhouse. Yeah, we're already talking about a Chargers Discord or Lightning Round Discord uh, meetup at mm -hmm. either training camp or a game this season. So that'll be awesome. It's been such a fun experience. So much fun talking to everybody and uh, really just it's been nice just kind of avoiding some of the toxicity in Twitter. So, oh, for sure. Just been a very and Facebook fun and everywhere else. Yeah. Yep. Just a fun, safe, friendly place to talk Chargers football. And it's only going to get better during the season. Yeah. So thank you everybody. And, uh, I, I hope you join. It's been a lot of fun. So let's get on this win loss prediction here for the chargers. And we're just going to go week by week and, uh, talk about win or loss and why which I think is important than just saying, oh, I think Herbert's going to be great this week or whatever. So uh, we'll break this down week by week. So let's start with the opener here. Week one, it's the home opener. The Chargers play the Raiders week one. I think the Chargers win this game. Uh, I have a feeling Staley's going to have them up for this game after losing that season finale last year to the Raiders. Uh, I think the Raiders are also going to be working in some new pieces, particularly on offense, that might take a little while to work in. And I think the Raiders got a little slower on offense this season. So um, between the Chargers' hopeful new ability to stop the run and some of the additions they've made to their offensive line and, and adding C.J. Spiller to the running game, I think the Chargers will be able to move the ball in more than just Who was that running back? Passing. What's that? Did you, I, I think you said C.J. Spiller. Different Spiller. Oh, did I say C.J. Spiller? Yeah, I, so. <laughs> I knew I was going to do that eventually. <laughs> Isaiah Spiller, my bad. Yes. <laughs> with the with the additions on the offensive line and with the additions of Isaiah Spiller, I mm -hmm. feel like the offense is going to be more multifaceted this year, even if they didn't necessarily get faster and more explosive at wide receiver. Uh, and I think they'll have something special dialed up for the Raiders. So I think the Chargers win this game. And also, just a side note, um, we are going to be talking about the Raiders, Chiefs, and Broncos offseason, uh, how they did in free agency and the draft. Coming up, we'll break up each team in the AFC West and how their offseason went and whether they got better or worse and where they got better and where they got worse. So uh, Jamie was alluding to a little bit uh, here on this breakdown. I will too, but we'll we'll have a specific podcast for each of these teams as well. So yeah, uh, week one, I mean, uh, obviously there's the revenge factor. And uh, something that you touched on that I think is really important. A lot of coaches talk about it. GMs talk about it. That first month of football, everybody's kind of feeling out how good that team is, how talented they might be, and just trying to click as a unit because all they've been working with is their own team, their own defense. Uh, preseason doesn't really matter as much, especially with the starters. So 
with teams that have major overhauls, it takes a little bit longer to click. And Raiders is one of that one of those teams. They've got a new head coach, obviously, with McDaniels. They added Devontae Adams, added Chandler Jones. So they are better on paper, except in one part on their roster, which they struggled with the last few seasons. That's offensive line, in my mind. Uh, they added Dylan Parham in the draft, but to me, that just uh, wasn't enough to really elevate this unit. Uh, the Chargers made a lot of wholesale changes this offseason, too, which... Um, is obvious, but I think enough of that offensive core with the Chargers stayed together to kind of jump out early in this game, and I think they win their home opener too. I agree with you. I've got the Chargers winning here uh, and being 1-0 and on the season. Uh, next up, it's going to be a short week. It's Thursday night football. It is at Kansas City. They play the Chiefs in week two, and the Chiefs, you know, they took a step back during free agency, but they absolutely killed the draft. I think on a short week, heading on the road to play in Arrowhead in prime time is going to be really, really tough for the Chargers. I've got them losing this game. I think it's going to be a close win or lose type game in the final possession in this affair in week two. This is where I think the Chargers lose. I think they lose on the road one and one. I think they lose to the Chiefs here in week two. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I think the the Chiefs, even though they lost Tyreek, they still got the offensive weapons, I think, to be able to move the ball. Mm -hmm. um, I think... Andy Reid will probably have something special drawn up for the Chargers when they need it the most on offense. And that Chiefs defense, they lost some talent in the secondary. I think the front seven's still pretty good. Mm -hmm. I, I just think going to Arrowhead in a short week, division rival, they're going to hopefully be coming off of a, a big division win against the Raiders, feeling mm -hmm. themselves a little bit. And like you mentioned, kind of the ups and downs of that first month, I think, I think the short week gets them, and I think they lose in Arrowhead that week as well all right so we both got them one and one all right so then in week three they go back home and they play the jacksonville jaguars i think they lose it no just kidding um <laughs> they're gonna beat the jaguars I, I have no doubt they're gonna beat the jaguars i think it's gonna be ugly um for the ja from, from the jaguars perspective i wouldn't be surprised if the chargers force several turnovers in this game i think they will get after and beat up trevor lawrence in a bad way and I think the offense should have its a field day with that Jacksonville defense, probably picking on Rayshon Jenkins quite a bit. So <laughs> uh, um, my expectation is the Chargers win this game pretty handily. I don't think it'll be particularly close. Yeah, the Jags are a mess even without Urban Meyer. Again, they spent a ton of money in free agency, the most in the NFL. And to me, didn't really move the needle much. They added uh, Brandon Scherf, who's great. Uh, Evan Ingram. They got Darius Williams, the corner. They spent a lot of money on the linebacker for you. Aloukan, who I liked, but I would not have spent that much money on. Uh, Folo Furukasi, who we liked, obviously. And also wide receivers Christian Kirk, which they spent stupid money on. And Zay Jones. So they overpaid for a bunch of guys. Scherf, who's you know probably going to have the biggest impact. But paying a guard who's going to be 31 this season at 16.5 million per year is not a very wise investment for a team in the cellar. A little strange to be getting a guy on the back end of their career with a team that's just kind of rebuilding at this point. So I I got him winning this game too. Uh, again, there's a lot of new guys on this roster, probably the most uh, in a team they'll see this season in the Jaguars, and they're playing in week three. I think it's still going to take them a month or two to really click. Uh, the Jaguars will. And so I think the Chargers take advantage, uh, definitely create a lot of turnovers like Jamie mentioned. And I think they get the win against Jacksonville. Uh, next up is week four and they travel on the road to Houston and play the Texans. The Chargers are going to have to make up 
for that embarrassing performance last year where they lost to Houston. It really hurt their playoff chances during that season. And Houston didn't really add much to a pretty already barren roster in free agency. Got a good haul in the draft, though. They got Derek Stingley Jr. They drafted uh, Kenyon Green, the guard, who also uh, the Chargers send their thanks for allowing the best guard in the draft to follow them, Zion Johnson at 17, so thank you for that. And uh, they also added Jalen Petrie, the wide receiver John Mechie. So, you know, this is still a really weak roster on paper, and they are absolutely banking on Davis Mills to make a major leap this coming season. I don't see that happening. I think the Chargers get their revenge when this one on the road. Yeah, I think uh, hopefully healthy team, Chargers team, um, yeah. rolls into that game in Houston in week in week four and steamrolls a pretty bad Texans team. I know we said that same thing going into the game last season, but the Chargers <laughs> were not healthy. They were banged up. They were sick. Neither were the Texans. Playing. Neither were the Texans. Yeah. Uh, they just weren't ready. Chargers mm-hmm. were not ready, and I do not think that happens again. Um, no. I think the Chargers' improved depth will help quite a bit, and I just think the Chargers are – better of the better team they're they're healthier they're going to have all their stars on the field hopefully and i think they roll through that game so that should be an easy win on the schedule agreed all right so then at week five they're back on the road again back-to-back road games this time they're traveling to cleveland to play the browns the browns are a tough read i know they added deshaun watson in the offseason they made some wholesale changes to the offense uh through a shit ton of money at david and joku which seems crazy to me um for a guy who was their tight end two, uh, mm-hmm. they let Austin Hooper. I think they cut Austin Hooper during the during the offseason as well. So mm-hmm. really wholesale changes. Jarvis Landry is gone, um, and they added uh, Amari, Cooper. Amari Cooper. Right. Yep. So mm-hmm. a lot of changes, but a lot of pieces they have to fit in and make work. Uh, and I'm not sure that they'll be hitting on all cylinders at that point in Week Five. So I think that's a game the Chargers probably win, even though they are traveling to Cleveland. Uh, across the country there, I think that's a game they win. I just think Cleveland just got a lot of pieces they have to fit in and make work, and it might take some time. And I think the Chargers will be coming in off of two wins there. They'll be heading in three and one, and I think that's a game that they'll probably – it'll probably be close because Cleveland's pretty talented. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's a game the Chargers probably sneak out in a close one. So every year there's one game on the schedule that the Chargers should win, but they end up losing happens every year. You could probably say that about a lot of teams in the NFL, but I think this is one of those ones where they should win this game, but they don't. I think the Browns rushing attack takes over this game. I think they're able to steal one here from the Chargers. I have no, We have no clue if Watson's going to be suspended or not this season, but I think the Chargers dropped this one. Um, you know, Just like the aforementioned Texans game that they lost last year. They should have won that game and they lost. I think this is the game the Chargers should win. But I think with that rushing attack and even with the improved uh, run defense on the road against Cleveland, maybe riding a little high after the two wins and then kind of looking ahead to this Monday night football game coming up against Denver. I think they may overlook the Broncos here and I've got them losing. I, I guess this is the one that I think they end up should win, but I'm losing in week five on the road in Cleveland against the Browns. So then week six. Monday night football, they play the Broncos. The AFC West got real good this offseason. It's going to be a battle all year with these three teams. They got Russell Wilson, Randy Gregory, DJ Jones in the offseason. It's all going to be on display on Monday night. To me, I this feels like 
Herbert in prime time putting on a show. I just got a feeling against at home against the Broncos. They've got extra time to prep for Denver. They got plenty of tape heading into week six. And to me, coming off that loss against Cleveland where they shouldn't have lost, I think they take this one at home. And I think the Chargers are four and two after six weeks, feeling good, and they beat the Denver Broncos. Uh, so I see it differently. I think this is a okay. game that most Chargers fans will probably look at this the game and say, oh, the Chargers are going to win this because most people, I think, are writing off uh, Russell Wilson and the Broncos, Russell's getting old. He's been broken down. I think people think he's not very good. But I think this is a skilled position group for the Broncos that is really talented and is going to ascend big time with Russell Wilson, a quarterback. And that those Denver matchups are always tough. Always. Denver always plays good defense. They play that cover, too, that Herbert still has struggles with. Uh, they're For me, at this point, they're coming into this game 4-1, and one, probably feeling really good about themselves going into prime time, getting hyped, maybe feeling themselves a little bit too much. I think this is the game they probably drop. Mm. Um, just got a feeling. I think the Broncos are going to be better than most Chargers fans are giving them credit for. And I really, really think that skill group on offense is going to surprise some people this year with, with Wilson at the helm. So I have the Chargers losing this game. I, I totally get it. We both got them four and two after six weeks. And I, I agree. I think this Broncos team is much better than everybody's giving them credit for. I think people think Russell Wilson is washed, which I think he's not as good as he used to be. But I just, and I know that he had talented receivers in Seattle too, uh, with Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf. But this offense, I think, is primed to take a huge step with what we saw from Drew Locke the last couple seasons. Yeah, I agree. I think even a slightly diminished Russell Wilson is worlds better than drew lock mm -hmm. and i think people are kind of writing off that skill position group in denver not thinking about who was throwing them the ball <laughs> um i think sutton's gonna have a huge year um i think patrick is gonna have a really nice year and i think jerry judy breaks out as a really scary deep threat with those guys making plays in the intermediate passing game and that running game is pretty scary it's always good doesn't matter who the head coach is. Doesn't matter what the running game looks like. They always run, or what the offensive line looks like. They always run the ball well in Denver. So, I think that'll be a tough game. I think it's probably close, but I, I think they come out on the short side of that one. Okay, four and two entering week seven. They are back home and they play the Seahawks. Uh, I think the Chargers win this, but I think it might be a little bit on the ugly side. Uh, there's just something about Drew Locke that they seem to struggle with when they really shouldn't at times. Um, I, I just feel like maybe the, maybe the Seattle defense gives Herbert's a little bit of problems here and there. Maybe they turn the ball over a couple times. I think the Chargers wind up pulling it out, but I don't think it's going to be an easy game as easy as people probably think it is looking at the schedule. Um, just a funny feeling, especially coming off of a loss to the Broncos. They're going to have a bad taste in their mouth. Uh, I just think it's a tough game, but I think they win it. Yeah, Seattle is a franchise in transition. You know, that Legion of Boom era is way in the rear view. That face of the franchise, Russell Wilson gone now. The draft was pretty good in 2022, but uh, this year is definitely for the rebuild for the Seahawks. They've got, obviously, those uh, that wide receiver duo, like I mentioned, Lockett and Metcalf, but unfortunately, they got Drew Locke throwing the ball now. And like Jamie said, the Chargers always have a problem with Drew Locke dancing on them every time they play each other. So while it's a different franchise, it's still the same quarterback. 
I think the Chargers take this one at home over Seattle too, but I think it's going to be a close one. Um, this is a game I think the Chargers should absolutely steamroll the Seahawks with how they are on paper, but I think it's a lot closer, but I still think the Chargers win this one at home. So then the Chargers, uh, we both have them winning here, and that's five and two, if my math's correct, heading into the bye in week eight. And then in week nine, they play the Falcons. Matt Ryan is out. It'll be whoever wins that QB battle between Marcus Mariota and the rookie Desmond Ritter. They have a real nice draft. I liked uh, the combination. They had Drake London, Arnold Ebichetti, Tyler Algier, but it was a pretty boring free agency period. And this team is also on the rebuild in Atlanta. So this team is really bad. They'll be on the road. I think the Chargers still take care of business against the Falcons. I think they win here in week nine. Yeah, I think this is a game, you know, the Chargers, for me, at looking at the schedule, I think they're coming off of two kind of ugly games, uh, and they're going one and one in those games. I think they're going to be pissed, and I think they're going to be ready to steamroll a pretty bad Falcons team. I don't mm -hmm. particularly think it matters who the quarterback is. Yeah, uh, We've seen the Marcus Mariota show. It's not very good. I think they can have a game plan for him. Um, and I was not all that impressed with Desmond Ritter watching him for the draft. So, no. <laughs> um, I, I really don't think it matters. They did just add Brian Edwards this weekend, who I think is a really good young wide receiver and will probably ascend in a pretty, pretty meaningful way, uh, getting more reps as a deep threat in that offense. But, um, I don't think the Falcons are going to be very good. I think the Chargers are going to be pissed looking to make a statement. And I think the Chargers win that game pretty handily. Okay. All right, so then marquee matchup here in week 10 for Sunday night football. They travel to San Francisco, play the 49ers. This is a tough one for me. Um, I think the Niners are sticking with Jimmy G, correct? It sounds like they're not very impressed with Trey Lance. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think very highly of Jimmy G, and yet they always seem to find a way to win with him, which yeah. just baffles me. Yeah, I, I don't know how they do it. This is, I, I mean, their defense is really good and they have some good skill players, but Jimmy G is terrible. Yeah. Um, Credit to Shanahan. Yeah. He's, he's to get a anything out worker. of Jimmy G. He's a miracle worker. Yeah. Um, I, this is a game that on paper, I think the Chargers should probably win. I think it'll be low scoring and pretty tight. And I could see both teams turning the ball over a little bit and kind of keeping each other in the game. Um, I keep going back and forth on this. Um, Ooh, you're going to do it right here on the spot. Yeah, I I keep going back and forth. I'm This is a tough one. This is one of those this is one of those they should win but they probably won't situations that you were talking about earlier and there's always a couple of them. Yep. Um I'm going to say they win it in a tight one. Okay. But I don't feel good about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So far, the Chargers played uh, two teams in the middle of a rebuild in the, AF in the uh, NFC West, excuse me. And it gets pretty serious here on Sunday night. And I think whether it's Jimmy G or Trey Lance, it's going to be a tough matchup when you got Debo Samuel on the field and you got that 49ers D. So I think the Chargers dropped this one on the road against the 49ers, I just think there's just going to be some explosive plays from Debo and some of those uh, playmakers for San Francisco. And while on paper, the Chargers win this one handedly, uh, especially when you got Jimmy G at the helm, but I just think with Shanahan on the road for Sunday night football, the Chargers drop this one and they lose in week 10. So then 
after that, it doesn't get much easier because then they play the Kansas City Chiefs. And I got the Chargers losing their first matchup in week two on Thursday night against the Chiefs. Uh, but on the back half of the schedule here coming up, I think the Chargers take an important one here and split the series with Kansas City. I have them losing against the 49ers in week 10. And that would be, you know, losing two in a row to a division rival becomes a pretty close must win game here in week 11. So then you look at the games coming up here, Arizona, Las Vegas, Miami, right after that. And I think the Chargers have to come out swinging. And I think they get an important win here against the Chiefs. The schedule gets real nasty and they really, really need this in-division win. And they get it at home in week 11 against the Chiefs. Yeah, I have them winning this game too. I think okay. playing at home, coming down the stretch, they're going to be fired up, ready to play for a playoff spot. I think the leaders on this team, particularly Derwin James um, and J.C. Jackson, are not going to let what happened down the stretch last year happen again. Mm -hmm. I just I don't think that's going to happen. So I think this is a game that they're up for, that they're ready for, and that they play really well. And if we're completely honest, Chargers probably should have been 2-0 against the Chiefs last year, even mm -hmm. in spite of some pretty shitty things happening when they played them at SoFi last year. So... I think the I think the Chargers win this. I think it's close because they're always close. Yep. Um, probably comes down to a field goal or a touchdown at the end of the game, and I think Herbert pulls it out late and they win the game. All right, great, love it. All right, so then week twelve they travel on the road to Arizona and play the Cardinals. I think the Chargers beat the Cardinals. Uh, and I have them beating the Cardinals because I don't think the Cardinals are particularly well coached mm. and I don't think they're particularly well run. And I think they've got some serious issues in the locker room. Uh, they've got some weird shit going on with Kyler Murray. Uh, yeah. They keep loading up on old players and paying them a ton of money, just hanging on, hoping to win. And they yeah. don't seem to be fixing any other problems. So this is about the time of the year where the Cardinals start to fall off. Yes. And I think maybe the Cardinals, I think the Chargers start and end of the season slide for the Cardinals and the Chargers win this and they probably win it. I won't say going away, but I don't think it'll probably be as close as people think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Every year, Kyler Murray comes out the gates hot. The Cardinals look like the best team in the league and then his little legs can't carry him the rest of the way through the season. And we're in week 12 here. So this is where that slide happens. And honestly, the Cardinals got worse this offseason. They lost Chandler Jones lost Christian Kirk, lost Jordan Hicks. They re-signed Zach Ertz and AJ Green, like you're talking about, holding on to these old vets, paying them a ton of money. They did uh, trade for Hollywood Brown, which helps. Uh, drafted Trey McBride and Cameron Thomas, but I think the Chargers catch the cards at a good time. They win this contest on the road, and I think, I think the Chargers win this one as well. So then week 13, we got another division matchup here. They travel to Las Vegas, play the Raiders, and I got the Chargers winning their first matchup. But I think like the Chiefs, they split the series with Las Vegas and lose this one on the road. It would be so Chargers to win an important game like the one against Kansas City, have some momentum, beat the Cardinals, and then while you're winning some in the division, to follow that up with a loss of the Razor to the Raiders just to keep it interesting, you know, in the AFC West. So, you know, Raiders have gotten better. Uh, I think they're on the brink of probably making the playoffs again. Uh, winning this one will probably help for Las Vegas. And then that means the Chargers got to make up ground just like they always do. So I've got them losing here in week 13 on the road against the Raiders. I think they win this game. 
Oh, good, good. And I'll, I'll tell I you hope why. You're right. I'll tell you why is I have no faith in Josh McDaniels. Uh, I know people love him and they think he's going to be successful, but until he shows us that he's somebody other than who he's already proven he is over and over and over again, I don't think he's capable of running a team himself. Um, mm -hmm. He showed us who he was when he was in Denver. Yep. He went back to New England after that. He's, he actually bounced around a little bit before he went back to New England. Then he got the job in in uh, Indianapolis, and he bailed on them after agreeing to a deal. I think he is who he is. I think mm -hmm. he believes he's Bill Belichick reincarnate, and I think there's going to be all kinds of chemistry problems and all kinds of personnel problems with him in the locker room uh, by midseason. So mm -hmm. I do not think the Raiders are going to be in very good shape. I do not think their defense is going to be very good. I think their defense really overachieved in a lot of ways last year considering how simple that Gus Bradley scheme is. And I think the defense didn't get much. I mean, the defensive line got better, but I don't think the defense as a whole got better. Their secondary still is not very good. I think there are still opportunities to attack that linebacker room. Mm -hmm. I think the, I think the chargers win this game. I do not think the Raiders are going to be as good with Josh McDaniels as people think they will. It's a, it's a very good point. It was all the points we made going into that off season. I, I get it. I get it. There's a lot of talent on that field. I think they might overcome some of it, but that, that makes a ton of sense, Jamie. That's a that's a good one. All right. So then week 14 coming up here against the Dolphins at home. So this is another one of those the Chargers should win this, but they probably won't type <laughs> scenarios. Um that offense is suddenly loaded with weapons with with Tariq Hill there and mm -hmm. with uh um the kid from Alabama, I'm blanking on his name. Um, Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle. There, they've revamped the running game. They brought in Mike McDaniel from the 49ers. I think they will have the offense in a much better position to function with with Tua. I think they will put Tua in a better position to succeed. And they still have an outstanding secondary. They still have a defense that I think can give the Chargers offense fits with that zero blitz look and disguising coverages and and pressures and i think those are still some areas where entering year three herbert still has some things to prove and he's still going to see some of those things like he saw last year against the ravens and some other teams the 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 patriots i think some of those things are going to pop up in this game and i think they could come back to bite him so this is a game where you know looking at my schedule i have them winning three in a row including two division games this feels like a letdown game. This feels like a trap game. This feels like the game where they're going to walk in and feel themselves and they're going to get dinked and dunked and the, the ball run on them well, and they're going to struggle on offense and turn the ball over and lose. So this is, this is that game that kind of threatens to flip the game, the season on its head. And I have the chargers losing this game. With the lucky land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. Well, I have them winning this game. I'm I'm going a different direction. I mean, they you mentioned signing Tyreek Hill, uh, upgrading that running game with uh, Raheem Mostert. They got Connor Williams and Teron Armstead to help on the offensive line. They're able to bring back Mike Gusecki, and then that secondary revolves around Xavier Howard, who they were able to resign. So, to me, I mean, and everybody else in the league, it's all eyes on Tua, and I think Tua has enough talent around him to win games. But I just don't know. And like you were talking about with Josh McDaniels, I think Tua has shown us who he is so far in this league. And it's a guy that can beat up on bad teams and just can't beat good teams. They were able to sweep the Patriots last season. But outside of a win against Baltimore, it was all bad wins. They won against real bottom-dwelling teams last season. So until he starts to tally up those signature wins in the NFL, I just don't believe in Tua. And I just don't believe in the Dolphins beating good teams yet and i think the chargers are a good team so i think the chargers win this one against the dolphins so for me i think the difference here is i think Tua has been saddled with some shitty coaching on the offensive side of the ball his first two years in the league Mm. um i think they threw him into a bad spot coming off an injury his first year in the league then last year I uh, i think he's had really bad archaic offensive coordinators who did not know how to put him in a position to succeed and they were asking him to be pocket passers and stand in the pocket and read defenses. And I think Mike McDaniel is probably going to put him in a position to get the ball out faster, um, take the occasional shot down the field, and they will probably move the pocket around a lot more and make him more like the quarterback he was in college. Is he going to light up the league? I don't know that he'll light up the league, but I think he will be much more effective and efficient in Mike McDaniel's offense, which will cater to his strengths more. And I think they have the weapons outside and in tight end that he can put up the numbers, you know, kind of living in that short to intermediate passing game with the occasional deep ball um, mm-hmm. and controlling the clock and marching the ball down the field. I don't think they will be a prolific offense, but I do think they'll move the ball and put some points up. And I think the Chargers always seem to struggle with mobile quarterbacks. Uh, and if, if they have a hard time keeping him in the pocket, they, they might have a really hard time containing the offense. I get you. I get the thinking. All right, so moving on to week 15, they play at home against the Titans. And, of course, the Titans had a big loss this offseason. They lost A.J. Brown. Uh, They did add Traylon Burks in the draft, but uh, they have taken a step back from last year. And, uh, you know, the point is they still have Derrick Henry. So uh, (laughs) that's what their offense is. I think uh, the Chargers improved their run defense enough to stop the teams like the Titans who want to bury them in the run game uh, games in which they lost all of last year. So I think with the improved run game and the fact that they, the Titans offense becomes a little bit more predictable now with the loss of AJ Brown, I think the chargers are going to get out to an early lead here, make Tannehill throw a little bit more than they'd like. And I think the chargers win this one at home against the Titans. I've got them winning in week 15. This is a tough one. I think this will be the first really, really good test for the Chargers running game, run Mm -hmm. defense. Oh yeah. This week. Um, I'm, I'm going to agree. I'm going to say they win, but I think it's going to be ugly and I think they're going to get beat up and take some lumps in that game. Oh yeah, definitely. All right. So then we move on to week 16. It is the Monday night football matchup 
on the road against the Indianapolis Colts. I think the Colts made a huge improvement at quarterback this season. Um, uh, Carson Wentz was not very good down the stretch for them last year. It was basically like not having a quarterback at all with the way he played late in the season. <laughs> and even though Matt Ryan's getting old, I think there is an upgrade there. Um, I think he's going to make more plays, make more smart plays and spread the ball around. And we know the Colts are going to be able to run the ball. So I think that's going to be a very tough game for the chargers um, on the road, prime time. I think this is a game they probably wind up winning, but I think it's going to be tough. Uh, I'm not sure how good the Colts are. I think they, they, they've been taking advantage of a pretty bad division mm-hmm. the last few years. And it's still a bad division, but I don't think that's going to prepare them for playing really good teams down the stretch. So I do think the Chargers win this, um, maybe kind of pulling away a little bit late, and the Chargers come away with a win against the Colts. Yeah, that, that was the point I was going to make, is their division is just so bad that it feels like their record is always padded every year. And um, you know, I, obviously, I, I agree with you. I think Matt Ryan is an upgrade over Carson Wentz. Uh, adding Yannick and Gakwe was very good, but I don't know that they've got enough talent to really be competitive. This is a primetime game. The Chargers are going to need to win on Monday night because they finished the season against the Rams and then the division rival Broncos on the road. So I think this game adds a little bit more weight than a normal late game would only because of how this season ends here with these last two games. So I think with the Chargers knowing the magnitude of a win here on the road in primetime, I think they beat the Colts, who are probably at the playoff hunt by then. So I think they're going to win this game in Week 16. I think it's going to be probably closer than a lot of people think. I think people are giving this an automatic W to the Chargers. I think it's close, but I think ultimately the Chargers have got to win this game here in Week 16, and I think they do. So then... They are at home against the Rams in Week 17. Like I mentioned, they get their LA rivals. This is probably the toughest competition of the season. The, the best team they're going to play this year. These are the su- Super Bowl champs. Uh, even though they lost, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. and Von Miller, Von Miller, Darius Williams, Sebastian Joseph Day, but I mean, they're still able to add a guy like Allen Robinson to their defense and still keep their offense. Or to their offense, excuse me, and still keep their offensive line intact for the most part. So I think at this point, the Rams are trying to lock up the number one seed for the NFC. And I just think that this is a much more talented team. The Rams are a better team. And I think the Chargers will lose this one in week 17 against Rams. Uh, yeah, this is a this is a tough one to pick. So I think the Rams are going to be really good. I think along with the Chiefs, they're probably those are probably the two best teams they're going to play all year. Mm-hmm. I think Brand. I think the Chargers are in a good spot because I think Brandon Staley has practiced against that offense so much, and he knows it inside and out. And I think he will probably have some good calls dialed up to to hopefully catch Matthew Stafford off balance. And I do think there's still an element, even though he won the Super Bowl, I think there's still an element with Stafford where he might try to do a little bit too much at times, particularly in primetime games, in meaningful games. So I'm going back and forth here. I think the Chargers force a couple turnovers. I think they keep it real close. Uh, But I think in the end, they probably fall just a little bit short. Um, I think they probably wind up losing this one, but I think it's going to be close, and I think it's going to be a really fun game. Oh, yeah. I think 
the Chargers are good enough to make any game competitive, especially against a team like the LA Rams, who are defending Super Bowl champs. So it's definitely going to be fun, and I think it's going to be close. They're not going to get blown out, but yeah, I got them losing this one too. So last game here, Week 18, the 17th game of the season, to end it here, they got to travel two mile high and play the Broncos. I think the Chargers probably lose this one, is my guess. Playing in mile high, end of the season. I think Wilson's going to be fired up. I think the Chargers are going to be coming off an emotional game, win or lose against the Rams. Especially if they win it, they're going to be coming off of at least three straight wins based on the predictions that we're making here. They're going to be feeling pretty good. I just think this is where they kind of bite themselves a little bit. So I think the Chargers lose this one in a close one in in mile high. Mm. So you've got them losing both games against Denver, correct? Mm-hmm. Or do you have them? Oh, yeah. So I, I'm i with you. I think they lose this game. I think just like I've got with Kansas City and Las Vegas, they're going to split the season series here. They're going to lose in the season finale on the road at mile high. It'll just be, I mean, it is just a beautiful disaster for the Chargers here to get this matchup to end the year. Uh, it is a bad time to play in Denver. And I just think they end up losing this one on the road. They always have issues playing in Arrowhead and Mile High with as be- as much as the Broncos have got better this year. I just think it's such a bad matchup here. So I think they end up losing and they go and lose the last two games of the season, just like Jamie. So what is I've got the Chargers finishing at 11 and six, probably looking at a wild card spot there. What is your final record for the Chargers here? I think I have them 11 and 6 as well. I think I have them losing to the Chiefs, Broncos. I think I picked them to lose to the Niners too. Niners, Dolphins, Rams, and Broncos. All right. So Jamie and I both have 11 and 6. That's how we think the Chargers will do it. Probably fighting for a wild card spot there. And coming up, we're going to be previewing the Chiefs, Broncos and Raiders and how their offseason went and draft and uh, catch those podcasts coming up very very soon we'll do each team individually thanks everybody I am at Garrisisti Jamie is at lightning underscore round and we will see you next time thanks everybody thanks everybody